Welcome to Masters of Self University Podcast, your highest source of sacred truths and universal wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore, mystic, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and founder of Masters of Self University. Join our journey of soul transformation as we deep dive into this latest episode. and welcome to another episode of Masters of Self University podcast. I'm your host, Ellie Lee. And I'm your host, Danny Morley. And today we are joined by MSU certified mystical coach, Christy Liu, everybody. Give it up. Christy, thank you so much for being here with us. We know you're in Canada. Shout out to Canada. Uh, Today, (laughs) we just want to dive straight in. Um, I've seen your evolution throughout this whole program. I've seen the way that you show up on social media, and uh, I'm sure it's been a journey. So let's start from the beginning. How did you even find MSU, and what made you really take the leap of faith? Yeah, I was actually in the process being divinely guided to start my own practice. Um, Mm. I have a healthcare, nutrition studies, um, active rehabilitation background, and I have been very focused on self-actualization work and empowering others to reach their full potential for quite some time. Um, In the fall, I was being guided to stepping into this, into more of a professional aspect I ended up purchasing a computer because I didn't have one that functioned at that time to be able to kind of create this business model. And a lot of the work that I was looking to teach is very much in alignment with what Rachel offers. Um, I found that as I started moving forward, I kept getting roadblocked. Um, I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And then I started calling in a mentor. I ended up listening to a podcast with Rachel on it and immediately instantaneously resonated with that being so deeply Um, felt like it was the first time that I had ever been so connected to someone else Um, did a little bit of research I applied on a night shift at the hospital for the MLC program and kind of spewed my heart out in the application program in the application process with the perspective that she is either going to love what I have here or she's going to think I'm batshit crazy. <laughs> and that's kind of how I got into the program. Mm. It's a, a really common theme that we see amongst all coaches that um, we really, when we found Rachel, it was like, this is a calling this 100%. something so deep in us mm-hmm. were like, and uh, for me, and I'd love you to touch on this. It was like, I could not get this out of my mind, this program. It was, it was all I could think about for the week that I was waiting to hear back. Um, and it felt like something way higher. And now that I know, cause I made the choice to do this, I made the decision mm-hmm. that that really was my soul saying, this is it. This is what you've been looking for your entire life. Absolutely. I completely resonate. Uh, For me, it was an on the spot in the moment. I was two weeks late for the program when I had the interview in the first place. Um, And I was told that I could start um, in 48 hours. 
And what came up in that moment was my heart screaming yes, and my mind running programs of financial scarcity, of what will my parents think, of low self-worth that I can't actually afford to put this money into myself. Um, it was 48 hours of absolute intense suffering. Um, I was practiced at that point in differentiating my mind and my heart. So I would just observe my mind spiraling and tap back into my heart space, which would then ground me and remind me that I was completely on the right path. And then the mental programs would come up again and I'd kind of keep playing the game. Um, I ended up deep diving and sending the money in kind of a momentary um, I need to do this now or else I'm just going to keep dragging this on. Oh my yeah. God. I can relate to that so much. Uh, just like you guys, I felt like I was just constantly hitting roadblocks and like I was <clears> learning <throat> all this wisdom from different teachers and all these things, but I kept feeling like, why is the pain still so heavy? Like, why is it mm -hmm. still that like, no matter how much I meditate and no matter, matter how much I'm doing breath work and taking all these cold showers is am I not getting better? And the, my spirals with like the depression and anxiety was so severe that that's when I started calling in a mentor. I was like, please bring me someone that can lead me into really healing myself. And as soon as I got on with Rachel, because me too, the financial scarcity, everything, as soon as I spoke to her, my soul was like, ding, 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 ding. And I had mm -hmm. just randomly booked this job that gave me this like chunk of money and I knew oh you bought me that so that when I meet Rachel I don't freak out and just go back into my hole you brought me this money so that I can put it towards this and so it's a wild experience and I think the calling is so deep and so loud with all of us and that's why we're here and that's why we've learned everything we've learned so far but it's interesting that a lot of the things that the divine was guiding you towards kind of uh, led you to Rachel and really lined up with Rachel's teachings. Can you go a little bit into that? Because I think for me and Danny, like really learning about going into the heart and going into the pain and all these things was, I don't know if I, I should speak for you, Danny, but for me, it was like, that was kind of new to me. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I thought that I just had to meditate my way out of this. Mm -hmm. and so can you explain a little bit about what that journey looked like for you? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, if we go back to my history, um, I was a highly sensitive human from the start. Um, I think in contrast to predominant society, um, I lived mostly or a lot from the heart um, as a child. And then my pain and suffering came from the lack of acceptance, the differentiation, the separation. I was often told I'm not rational enough. I don't think things through. Um, I'm too spontaneous. I do things too quickly on a whim without considering the consequences, um, which I mean, same, 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 but different, right? Two ends of the spectrum. I was taught to diminish myself and my tools to be able to function in this society, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, this led me to some pretty heavy lessons in my teen years being in a car accident, um, losing my complete identity and sense of self, um, depression, anxiety, a lot of very, very heavy experiences to um, coming to a point of suicidality, of recognizing that I am no longer happy doing what I'm doing and calling in some divine wisdom at that time. And I had been intuitive, but this was the first time 
things got so hard that I knew I was no longer able to continue the path that I was on. And the question was, you know, um, end my life or change everything about it. Wow. And I asked and said, please, I don't care what the answer is. Just point me in the direction with which I'm meant to go. Mm-hmm. And anything is better than where I'm at now. And I sat with this just observing for a couple of weeks until the answer came very damn clearly that said, well, try to change everything and you can always kill yourself later. Yep. Wow. And in that process, I, it was like the next day that I just, I had been given a lot of wisdom in that experience, in that absolute surrender. Um, and I just started practicing. I started observing everything in my environment. I started noticing what I didn't like about others or what I did like. And I'd take on the energies that felt good. I'd let go of the energies that didn't. I started observing myself in every single way. I started tapping into a heart space and observing when my mind would tell me opposite. And I kind of started formulating this way of being. And it was absolutely profound. We think that it will take years to heal when we're in a deep, dark place. Um, it was like momentarily, it was momentary. It was like this. And all of a sudden within 24 hours of me observing what is true in my reality versus the mental programs that I had been attached to that made me think about myself in a certain way, everything was different. Wow. <laughs> so much there, so much to unpack. First off, I just want to thank you for your openness and your. It's making me emotional now and your vulnerability because I know what it's like to feel like that, and I know what it's like to like want to end things because the pain and the suffering is so real. Um, and the 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 thing that's coming through right now is um, one of the teachings that we learn, which is this pain, which is unavoidable, mm. right? We're not going to escape that in life. But then there's resistance. Mm -hmm. And when you get pain and resistance, that's what leads to our suffering. But the resistance is what we can alchemize. The resistance is created in our mind. And once we're able to feel our pain through our hearts, then that resistance has gone and it never leads to suffering. But the pain is going to come. The pain is 100% going to come. So beautiful share. And the other thing it reminded me of that, that line you said where it was like, oh, well, you can, um, why don't you try, was it try something else? And then you can always, you know, like do that later. <laughs> right. Yeah. I barely even want to say the words. Um, there's a few aspects I've, uh, instances I've had where I felt like I've had this connection with God or source giving me like, you know, words of advice. And I found it extremely, uh, funny like the, mm. the humor that comes through. Absolutely. Um, and when you first said that, it kind of, it made me smile because it's like, oh, I've experienced that kind of level of like, it's such a serious thing what you're talking about, but somehow source the universe, God, your soul, whatever you want to call it, mm. managed just to put a little like light sparkle on it uh, and just bring it back to a bit of like lightness, which is is magical and i don't know if that's something you've experienced but but wow what a wonderful share and and thank you for opening up Hmm. yeah absolutely um that was the biggest realization or one of the many 
in my six years from the car accident into deep, dark suffering was absolute resistance to everything that showed up on my path. Why me? Why is this happening? What did I do wrong to get here? Instead of the recognition that everything presents on our path in perfect timing for our greatest growth and evolution. And as I suffered and suffered at the hands of myself and my own mind at the same time that I started to learn, expand and grow, I was gifted the grace of surrender at the perfect time as always. And then I was able to, from that point, start shifting. And it wasn't a quick shift. It's been a decade now that that experience happened. And I've definitely been evolving and growing throughout that time with missteps and sabotaging moments as well. But um, yeah, that realization was pretty profound. And I find myself now in a place where I see pain and suffering and go, give it to me. Let's go. Let's go. I am obviously ready for this because here it is showing itself to me. Mm, and that's power. Mm, that is pure, is. pure, power, <laughs> pure power you're tapping into. Um, you mentioned a few things I'd like to like go into a little bit. I've got written down here. Uh, you first said you were, you felt like you were being guided. This was before the stuff um, uh, that you, the work you started doing with MSU. Um, would you like to talk about like exactly how you, you feel like you've been guided? What is it like spirit guides that you're connecting to? Is it just deeper parts of your soul? Yeah, I've always felt that it is a higher self. It is me. Um, it often comes in the form of like astral traveling in the dream world, um, clairsentience, I believe. So just these deep knowings that are more advanced than I could possibly comprehend that I'm getting these this information seemingly out of nowhere that then um, I have the awareness. I have been visited by different guides and spirits over the years that also give me guidance, but typically it is more so a deep knowing that comes when I ask the questions. And over the years, my biggest issue was remembering that I'm not alone and that I have the capacity to ask for help. And whenever, whenever I would actually tap into this place, I would almost always get answers. Not necessarily the answers I'm looking for, <laughs> but definitely an answer nonetheless. Beautiful. And um, I just want to go back to, we always, we always ask uh, all the coaches this, where were you exactly before the program i know you mentioned you said you were working at a hospital and so where were you kind of at energetically maybe mentally emotionally before and then having to gone through this six months really intensive really deep the deepest mm -hmm. level of work you can ever do on this uh, earth as a human transforming your soul where do you feel that you're at now I feel that this work has been the puzzle pieces put into place on my transformation journey. Um, I have been transforming, alchemizing work in myself for years, and yet it was scattered. It was all over the place. It was not mm, directable. 
I sometimes couldn't tap in. Um, before this program came to me, I was having high, very high highs and very high lows and working to understand a lot of the tools that this program has taught me without understanding them fully. And what we have learned in this program is like nothing else. It makes it so succinct. It makes it so simple. You know, whether you are doing this work before coming into it um, or you've never heard of anything like this before, it is absolutely transformational. It changes everything about every aspect of our being. And I've watched myself step into places that I knew I wanted to go. I intuitively felt that that was the place I was meant to be. And yet the actuality of getting there because I would self-sabotage. I wanted to be powerful and yet I didn't recognize that I actually blocked my own power um, for fear of being seen, for fear of stepping into that place. You know, societally, there's a lot there that blocks women especially, but humans in general from being empowered. Beautiful. Yeah. I uh, I want to go to you, Ellie, because I can tell yeah. something really big came up, <laughs> and I was trying to give you, I was trying to give you a minute to to settle your heart, um, but I think Woo! it's time I think it's time you <laughs> share whatever was bubbling up inside of you there. So Woo! over to you. He always has my back. He always has my back. <laughs> he knows. <clears throat> While you were speaking. You know, we're talking about pain and, mm. you know, when I spend time with my inner child, mm. I realize pain has been with me since I can remember, you know, I've been with the darkness all of my life and it always surprises me when it comes. It always shot, it always swipes me off of my feet mm. because it's so visceral for me. Sometimes I wish I could explain what's running through me. And it's, Rachel put it to me today because I was talking to her. She's like, it's uncomfortable. And I'm like, it is so uncomfortable for me to feel what I feel when it happens. Mm. And <laughs> I'm learning that I must love the darkness because I am the darkness. But because I've hated it for so long, literally the question my whole life is, what is actually wrong with me? What is wrong with me? There's something going on within me and nobody's telling me what's going on. And every time I go in, I could feel, I could feel how heavy and thick it is within me. But I must learn, I'm learning to love the pain mm -hmm. because I, I know that I'm more powerful than the pain. But sometimes hearing you and Danny talk about and I'm like that too, when I'm in my warrior, like strong zone, I'm like, bring up, bring it on. Like I can, I can handle it. And then it comes and I, you feel like you're really the only thing in, in the entire world that feels as much as you do. And because I think it's been with me so for so long and because I'm an HSP and because I was never guided in any way, literally my spiritual awakening happened three years ago. So all throughout that time, I was just lost. And now that I have the tools, I know that I can navigate anything, but it does not mean that the pain doesn't hurt as much mm. as it does. And so for me, 
I realized I can't quickly just go into it. I have to honor and love what is coming up because it's been with me for so long. And all I've ever done is block it is say, please don't come, please. I don't want you. And I think the, the, what I'm learning is learning to see it and to feel it and to start opening myself to welcome it into me. And that in itself is a whole other journey because mm it's that thick and it's, it hurts that much. And so I can just really relate to you of you and Danny of wanting to just end it. Sometimes it just feels so much easier to think that way. But then I started getting this feeling in me of, but that's weakness because warriors don't just off themselves because it's easier. Warriors go, this is the hardest thing I've ever felt and let's walk into it. And so that's what keeps me coming back up over and over again but it does not mean that the darkness and pain doesn't feel so uncomfortable and so painful in the way that it does. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I completely agree. You know, I can think that I'm getting comfortable with my pain because there are certain aspects of pain that come up that I'm like, Oh yeah. Hello again. I know you, I've got you. And then the blindsidedness of a different pain of something that is deeper within me that I haven't yet explored. Mm -hmm. And it is like being hit by a damn truck. And something that I'm really working with here as well is if I can't love the pain that is, I'm experiencing right now, the discomfort, mm -hmm. the absolute <laughs> heaviness that feels like we really can't go on. Yeah. That's okay. Can I love the resistance that I feel right. to the pain? Right. And it's so easy to quickly bypass our experience and mm -hmm. intellectually tell ourselves what we know. We should love this pain. Right. What's wrong with me if I can't love this pain? Mm -hmm. And instead, giving ourselves that absolute love and compassion that it's okay to be exactly where we're at. And if we feel this resistance, that's beautiful. That is exactly where we're meant to be. There is nothing wrong with us. We are perfect exactly where we are. This is how we alchemize the energy right there. We don't have to not feel resistance. This is just another level of this work. Yeah. And I think I was moving through with Danny this morning and he was just saying, validate her, you know, validate the inner child. And I forget to do that a lot because I think mm. I've disconnected with her for so long that validating her is it's okay exactly where you are mm -hmm. you know we don't need to w move at warp speed we can just be here right now if you want to sit down you can sit down if you want to cry you can cry like I'm here for you mm -hmm. and really connecting with her in that way I think it's just really opening myself to this love that I have within me and that's in her and that we are one together but it is just it's wild it's really wild well, I uh, what I definitely see is Ellie. You're such a warrior, right? You you can go in there and really do it. But sometimes all our inner child needs is just a gentle, nurturing, mm -hmm. yes. loving hug and care. Like yes. it. Sometimes we need to go in with the sword and the shield, and we need to charge into the pain. But sometimes what it takes is to put those down and just hug whatever yeah. is coming up right now and that both are equally as beautiful and equally important 
in your pain. And that as coaches here as MSU, that is why we go on such a hard journey. That's why our souls chose such these difficult paths is so that when you come to us as clients, we know the difference. We can feel, okay, right now, this person needs to just go in. But no, maybe right now, what I'm sensing is this being just needs to be held. Uh, and so if you are listening to this and you are thinking about joining a, a program, a coaching one-on-one -on -one program, this is what we offer. And this is why we go through such intense, painful experiences and training through this work is to be able to decipher when we're going into this deep, deep pain, what does this client really need right now? This child that is showing up in front of me, do they need full power or do they just need love? Do they just mm. need gentleness? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Beautifully said. <laughs> truly, truly. Um, so Christy, obviously, you know, you've been on this crazy journey. How would you describe the last six months being in this program and, you know, getting to be in a class full of other people who are also, you know, going for the same goal? Oh, I feel like I have spent a lot of time um, feeling very alone on this planet. And, you know, I started learning how to gain power alone because I felt like there was nobody else out there. And to have come into that acceptance so fully that maybe I am completely alone and that's okay. Let me learn how to love all of this. Hmm. To be able now to live in this vibration where all people who are on this planet who are in alignment with this are here with me now. And it's just coming at me through MSU and also in my personal life. The people are just here and they're everywhere. I see it friggin' everywhere now. People doing this work, people stepping into this power and it is absolutely gorgeous. And what we're doing with MSU is like nothing else on this planet. You know, there are people stepping into power and yet we're working to guide ourselves. And what we do here is guiding others to step into their own power. It's like nothing else. Truly, I think you know, there's, there's nothing else like this work. And to see how many people are transforming and walking into their true selves. I mean, mm. you know, I don't know, I don't know what my soul planned on witnessing, but this is, this is the craziest thing um, yes. to truly see people observing their programs, going through their programs, walking into the pain, igniting it with the light they are. I mean, this work is truly unexplainable and you really can't, you really can't know it until you walk into it. Yes, absolutely. And I challenge the people who think that they see this path, that there is more out there with this work. You know, what we are oh, exploring here is so damn powerful. And I have never seen anyone outline a framework that is so accessible to everybody you know it is simple it's not easy 
You know, if we taught this in preschool, it would not be hard, yet we have so much to unpack and unravel of our conditioning and our programs and what we've been taught to this point, that that's, that's the hard part is changing mm -hmm. everything we've become to step into this now. And yet the way Rachel has articulated this work in the way that the framework works, the way that we learn how to alchemize energy, it makes so much sense when we're actually in it. So let's go, let's go into some of that. So you've mentioned resistance programs. You've mentioned stepping into power. Um, I know part of your past, you said, you know, you're mentioning suicide, depression, anxiety. Would you care to share maybe one of your biggest, most transformational wounds that you worked through, through this process of recognizing triggers, becoming more aware, dropping into your heart, connecting to the child, doing the shadow work? Like what's the big one right now that's just glaring for you? Oh, there are too many. Um, I feel that in the last six months, I have transformed so much of my inner being that I feel unrecognizable to who I was in December. Um, <clears throat> I think something that comes up for me in this moment is that is that the dissonance between who we think we are or who we want to be versus what our actions show. I've always known where my soul is meant to go. I've tried to teach it. I've tried to teach myself and others, yet because energetically I did not embody that work, it was meant, wasn't met the way that I had hoped. I was running programs of separation, of judgment, of control, and others also were triggered into their own programs, even though my being was coming from a very pure place. All I wanted to do was empower others. And yet, because I was not empowered myself, I was not healed in my own wounds. Other people were just reacting. And I would be so hurt um, with their reactions. I felt attacked. I felt blamed. I felt victimized. All programs to be healed in myself. And as I've worked through each of these things, I've come to this place where I think it feels like energetically I am now embodying what I always knew to be true. And so my external world is now showing me that my internal world is where my soul has always wanted to be. And that is the biggest lesson so far is I am not, I am no longer trying to teach what I am also trying to embody. I feel that I am embodying what I am now meant to teach and to see the difference in that. I didn't know there was a difference. And to see the difference now in the way my external world presents itself. It's like, wow, I had no damn idea. 
Yeah, it's it's one thing to talk the talk, but if you ain't walking the walk, it ain't gonna penetrate into the hearts of people. And it's until you really step into what you're speaking of, does it radiate to others and do other people feel it? And that's what I've learned about this work too, is as soon as I started this work and I started going into myself, the energy of my my social media video started to change. And I started to see the mm. response of people are really feeling what I'm what I'm experiencing. They're feeling the power within that that I'm stepping into myself. And it was through that experience that I realized I gotta keep going because mm. this work that we're doing, yes, it begins with us, but it's also so much bigger than us. And what we're here to do is really aid people, guide people back into themselves. And that's what this work teaches us is to find the power within that it's always been there. And that, you know, we, there's just a lot of wounding that's on top of it. And as we clear the layers, yes, the, the dormant ones will rise. That's what I'm experiencing mm. now is at first I was like, I'm not scared of this. And then the deeper I go, uh, a, a whole sleeping, you know, a list of programs are like, Hey, we've been here. And it's like, uh, did it, they had no idea. And then now this new fear of like this thing that I wasn't scared of now is happening. Well, it's because I'm going deeper into myself and the, the levels I think that we're elevating to, I think it is going to be quote unquote harder, right? Because we're going deeper and deeper, mm -hmm. but that, that also shows us how far we are actually going. Absolutely. It's a little, twi <laughs> it's a little, twi it's a little twisted. Okay. <laughs> yes. I've, I've, I've likened it to a video game where you start Mario, yes. whatever you start mm -hmm. at the start, you're hopping around, you get to meet the big boss. It feels heavy and hard. You beat the boss. You start at a harder level. It could feel like it's harder. You've actually gone backwards. And yet, you know, if we really look around, we don't go backwards. You know, we're mm -hmm. not going backwards here. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. I'd, uh, I'd love to just swerve the conversation a little bit to something that you brought up in class, Christy, that um, I really resonate with or is part of me. And I remember you mentioning um, your sensitivity sensitivities as a hsp and mm. how you can only eat certain foods especially like wild caught fish that you catch yourself mm. um i personally can tell the difference maybe not quite yet on a blind tasting but if i eat something i can tell the energy of that meat uh, in my body normally uh, by the reactions that I have, how energetic I feel if I feel like up or a little. And I'd love to hear your perspective on that, um, your sensitivities as a HSP and especially uh, for food and energy within the body. Mm, I'm glad you asked this one. This has been a very deep lesson for me. About six years ago now, I started getting very sick and it was autoimmune in nature. It had characteristics of MS, rheumatoid arthritis, um, IBS or celiac, and it had components of anxiety and resistance to pain. And um, our healthcare system was unable to diagnose. I was told that I was fine. There was nothing wrong. Um, so I started deep diving into everything. I have a background in nutrition and health. And so um, with kind of an open perspective, I started doing a lot of work there. And what it came down to is um, energetics. So even though I did a ton of research, I, I found what resonated for me, which was feeling into the energies of the food that I eat. Um, 
no longer going to the grocery store with a list and just blindly choosing the items on the list, but showing up, asking what I need. Um, sometimes we can write on the list, say a red pepper, and then we get there and energetically it doesn't feel right, but we're attached to the recipe we've always chosen. Um, so I found that letting go of plans and being able to feel into what I wanted on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, even drinking teas in the morning, you know, I'd have a bunch of herbs and ask, what does my body need right now? And start doing detective work. I did a huge elimination diet for six months where I cut out alcohol, caffeine, sugar, dairy, soy. Um, I think that one more thing I forget now. And in doing so, coming back into reintroducing these things into my body, it was very clear what was causing me dysfunction. Yet our bodies are so used to being full of crap that we desensitize ourselves. And I had all the excuses in the book. I had headaches because of my car accident. I had back problems from the same. You know, I didn't drink enough water, so I'd get constipated. And when I actually started feeling into the energetics of what I was eating, I recognized that I'm celiac, um, was able to easily remove the trigger, and I almost never have any concerns anymore. Um, I Fantastic. won't even consider eating gluten on purpose. Um, and for me, energetically, if things make me feel unwell, I automatically don't want them. Um, you know, and same with meat, I find, uh, and the food that I eat in general, our society has essentially ruined everything that nourishes us, which is yes. ironic because we eat for sustenance. Um, but I pay a lot more money than the average human on food because I buy organic. I make sure that the meats I'm getting on the whole are happy animals raised better. Um, I'm not vegan yet. You know, there is yes. an aspect of connection of yeah. um, working with nature, taking what I feel is an appropriate amount and honoring it in return with intention. I don't eat meat very much. I don't do dairy almost at all. Um, there's just, I've tapped into what feels right for me. And I just go by that. And I implore everybody to take the time to feel into what they're eating. Because just like intuition, it's just a learned skill. We, I am not special. I don't have tech. I don't have spiritual abilities that other people can't tap into. I've just done the work and practiced to get to this place. And I really implore everybody to start practicing, just like learning how to do a sport. <laughs> you have to practice. And then we can start eating for what our bodies actually want. And it changes day by day. What I wanted yesterday might be different tomorrow based on the weather and based on my external environment, mm -hmm. based on the stress in my body. Beautiful. Yeah, I've definitely, uh, so last year I got a parasite in Peru and it led me to taking a bunch of antibiotics to get rid of it. Very grateful that they got rid of it because it was not a good one that you want in your body. But it destroyed my gut and mm. it ended up, I got a candida overgrowth, um, the 
the summer um the after that and it led it's led me to uh i started this diet in november the candida diet and basically exact what you said complete elimination diet and i couldn't understand exactly why until really yesterday the penny really dropped that it was mm. like oh i chose this this is something that my soul wanted so that I can understand the energy of food. And then the other aspect of it is so that I can open myself to be a clearer channel for this work because it happened at the exact same, like the diet and this work started at the exact same time, which was extremely difficult because uh, I was bartending at the time and needed energy and I was didn't have any of that. But um it's very clear to me now that, uh, and I'm not like you, I still really enjoy eating food, which is terrible for me. Um, <laughs> and it's still a journey for me. I really do enjoy a good burger. Uh, but, you know, everyone has their sensitivities and whatnot. Um, but I can, even once I consume it, the ir irony is, is like, I have this divine communication that is saying, shouldn't do that. Like, you you need to purify your energy you need to clear out your your body you're here for a higher purpose and to fulfill your higher purpose to fulfill your greatness you need to be clear you need to be an open channel so it's mm. been a, a really really huge journey one that's constantly evolving for me uh, and i really urge anyone out there if they've got any questions on exactly what we're talking about please reach out to me i can kind of talk to them and give them some just some advice on on diet what to cut out um, but starting with just purifying and getting the deepest organic food as possible. And then exactly what you said, starting to tap into our intuition on what our body needs. Like what do, don't, don't look at a diet and, oh, I can eat this. I can eat that. I want to look like this. I want to look like that. Ask your body and ask mm. your soul, what do I actually need to nourish myself right now? And you'll be really amazed at what might come through. And at first you might not get anything, but as you said, it's a practice that we develop over time and time and time. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, mm. One thing we always like to close with is, you know, if, if there's someone out there right now, a younger version of you that is listening to this, that needs to hear your message, that needs to hear you say these words, what are they going to be? Mm, I think the common thing I see right now is the programs and the blocks that keep people from stepping into their power. And to implore them to bring a little bit of awareness to the fact that this is not authentically themselves. That, that scarcity perspective with respect to money that says they can't do this program. That little bit of resistance or fear that they're going to lose their people as a result. That is your soul challenging you to step into this. When that fear comes, we have the opportunity to address it and say, I see you and I'm not scared. I can step into this anyways with the conscious awareness that these are things that are limiting factors for me and I can do it anyways. And that has been profound for me 
And I know that there are other people out there struggling with taking the leap. They know. I know so many people who know what their soul is calling them to do. And the fear keeps them held back. So can we start to recognize that the fear that comes up is actually our ego's ego mind trying to keep us small? And really, can we face it head on and say, I see you. I see what you're trying to do to me. You are trying to keep me from expanding here. You're trying to keep me from my sole purpose and recognizing that the fear is actually an initiation, a test. And can we step into that? Mm. Thank you. Needed that one. Uh, <laughs> for everyone out there, if you want to work with Christy, please visit masterselfuniversity.com. You can you know, set up a consultation with her, with Danny, with me, whoever's calling out to you. Christy, thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom. You're such a beautiful being. And everybody at home, subscribe, rate, review, share, leave some love. And until next time, we will see you guys later. Bye.